episode 92. Oh, it's 91? I'm not joking. Yeah, it's 91. Oh, episode 91 of I Said What I Said podcast. We're back. Jazzy and Sasha. Hey. I gotta speak up. Hey, She's sick, y'all. Oh, please. You know what sucks about... Like, there's other shit in this world besides the the virus. Like... Yeah, I know. I can't cough. I can't sneeze. I can't do shit. I can't do anything. They never just loud. They're not loud anyway, but they, they just walking hard. But it's like, I can function... It's just my throat and my chest just feels congested. Mm-hmm. Either a sinus infection, or, but I think it's upper respiratory because I know my sinus infections are usually here in my mm-hmm. face and my nose. But I'm going to be okay. Ooh. Ooh. This audio going to be ugly. On she going to be okay. <laughs> Song mood of the week. Woman like me, Adele. That's nice. That's nice. Woman like me, Adele. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's my song mood. It's my whole mood. That, that's probably been my mood for the better part of a year. That's a lovely a song. Year. Yeah. It's just affirming that you need to come with a certain demeanor. You need to come with a certain mindset when it comes to being with a woman like me. And if you can't get with it then get lost or if i'm telling you this and you taking heed to what i'm saying then you know do better actions speak louder than words complacency is crazy she Mm -hmm. said that and i've always i've always i've never voiced it on here but i have a fear of becoming complacent in a relationship or having a partner that is complacent and because we got time put in and I don't want to go into the dating realm or because kids are around, we become stuck in. That's one thing what I don't is. want to is the kid thing, because yeah, I see here it happens a lot, and we it's easier said than done. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. easier said so than women, done. Well, you know we got they'll put it like, oh, so why did you guys stay together or why did you go back? Well, you know we got kids. Mm-hmm. I'd never want that to be a reason why I'm not living. My relationship is not being put to its fullest potential, mm-hmm. or why we're not. Like, I'm just here mm-hmm. because of children's sake. Because kids feel that shit. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the fact of you're being present in a home with two people. I know mad people that literally, yeah, come from two-parent households. And they have the worst mommy and daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Because they've never witnessed any type of union or love. They just, it's a roommate as opposed mm-hmm. to being partners. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, woman like me, Adele. That's my song, Will, like, stand on it. I did send it to somebody. And it, it, it had a... Good conversation after it was received well, so we'll see what happens. I really don't have one. I haven't even thought of one. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna one. come in here with some Silk Sonic too, cause I fucking love. Oh that yeah, album. I haven't played it. I've only heard it working out. I haven't played it yet. Y'all thing. told me to play it, and then I went and played it, and I was like, I actually like this shit. It's nice, cause I'm a Bruno fan, not a stan, but I'm a fan. I appreciate his music, Anderson Pack. I appreciate certain songs with him, but I'm not going to sit here and say I listen yeah, to his stuff I all know. the time. But them two together, I fucks with it. That's nice. I would love... I don't want to hear the 70s thing again. 
I love that they did that this time around. But I like if they go like different decades. Yeah. So seventies, then go to eighties, then nineties, and jump to two thousand, then maybe come back down to fifties. That'll and be nice. Do it like that. And if they could literally smash all those different genres and sounds, mm-hmm. then nobody can't say shit to them. Mm-hmm. So, but if they're gonna do the seventies thing again, they could keep it. Mm-hmm. But I really like this album. It's like you gotta listen to Adele being your feelings. Then turn on Silk Shock yeah. It and it, Silk Shock It. What the fuck is you thinking of Silk the Shocker? He was cute. You was thinking of him? He was real cute. Mm. Make him say, mm. Mm. Oh, God. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, God. Bear with me, y'all. Bear with me. Oh, God. Oh. I'm dramatic when I'm sick because I don't get sick. I'm not sick. So, <laughs> full of shit. Y'all, last week was a hot mess. Fuckery. And I felt like we came. I guess he ain't like what I. I guess he agreed. Mm-hmm. Last week was some bullshit. I think la- the week before we came in and we talked about Astro where all that nonsense there was nothing good on a celebrity standpoint. But celebrity bullshit. I mean, there'd be one or two things that are good, but mm-hmm. then majority of it is that's why the segment is called bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's just this week is terrible. Mm-hmm. So this week is terrible. Last week was terrible in social media. Yeah, I just I put my phone down several times. Like I'm not. This, this week shit was kind of terrible too. Like certain stuff. Well, when I say last week, because this is the beginning of this. Oh week, yeah. I don't know. Did something happen already? It's Monday. Did something happen already? Hmm. No. Did something happen this weekend? No. I don't think so. I'm not sure why I said that. I just don't have I time. just expect it. Because it's going to be bullshit. What do mm-hmm. you mean? I mean, Thanksgiving, you would think not, but it's going to be fuckery. Mm-hmm. I, don't have no, I don't have no faith in humanity. Mm-mm. Like, we're about to get the Ahmad Aubrey verdict. That's going it, to, it, like, more than likely, that's going to be bullshit. <sighs> Let's get into this nonsense. Let's get this shit. Top Let's of the week. Shit. Let's get this Bright shit. Bright and early fucking Monday morning. I wake up to two DMs and a text in a group chat about a Danny Lee and a fucking Zub Baby. And I said, why oh, are these people... You put that on your list? Yeah. I, got to I don't want to talk... talk we're not going to spend long on it, but... <laughs> we'd be repressed. Like, come on. I'm going to mention the shit, I guess. Um, Them niggas was on... I, I, to make a long story short, the baby recorded Danny Lee, put her on IG Live saying that he was protecting himself because she was wilding out and called the cops on her. She got um, charged with simple assault or simple assault. It's not aggravated assault. Mm -hmm. Um, The whole time, their three-month-old baby was um, in their presence and with her. And he was trying to kick her out the house, I guess, to de-escalate a situation that was blown out of proportion before he turned on those IG cameras. My biggest thing is this. Stop putting shit like this on the internet. And that's what I want to get to. I'm not going to get into the he said and she said back and forth. I'm not going to get into the why he did it. I'm not going to get into why she said they were arguing. I'm not even going to get into the backstory. Their family is getting involved in all of that. We should have never been able to witness and see this. Nope. And I can can even sympathize with people saying, well, the baby, he needed to record himself for his protection. But why put it on IG Live? If you're going to record yourself, record, record yourself. Record it so you can show it to the police. That's it. Because she got arrested, so clearly you proved your point that she was the aggressor in the situation for whatever reason. But why did we have to see it in real time? He's in, 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 in. iOS 
like fucking iPhone notes release press releases and shit going back and forth. I don't like that. Like, don't do that. And let and let's be real. If she did, if she did put hands on you, did hit you because she did get an assault charge. All these things are true. Two things could be true at the same time. Why are you antagonizing the mother of your child? Which is sitting there feeding your baby. First of all, you put the baby on IG Live without her against her will, Mm -hmm. and you knew that she didn't want that. That's number one. You can't take that back. Like this child has to see this. You're kicking her out of the home that she moved into. Which girl, you? These some. I just. I really want certain women to hear me. It's not on the aspect. Of having a nigga run everything. Uh oh. Who who done did it? Oh my god. Oh, fuck. They the recording? Yes. Fucking assholes. I don't know who the fuck that was either. Should be dead. <laughs> we don't know who it is. God. Uh, Alright, just go ahead. So it's not an aspect where oh, shit. Oh shit. <laughs> you know, came out your shoes. <laughs> fuck, who the fuck called me? Who the fuck was that? Why would they do that? I cannot wait to get a new fucking ring light. Okay. Okay, go ahead. It is not on the aspect of, you know, sitting here and literally just antagonizing her while on IG Live, calling her a side chick, all these different things that, honestly, we should have never been privy to. It's just that why do y'all have to put everything on the internet? Yes, you, you have a problem with Media taking shit out of context with you. They take your words. Maybe they, they don't. Actually, they don't take your words out of context. You say ignorant shit. But you get blackballed and you have gone through where you need to record yourself for your own protection. You're a very paranoid person because you do fuck shit, the baby. You do. You do fuck shit and that's why you feel like you need to record everything so that you can, you know, my side of the story is good. But why are you, anta- like, why are you antagonizing the mother of your child for us to see? Mm-hmm. With the baby there. Kicking her out the house. Like all of that shouldn't have, we should we shouldn't have been privy to that. It, it was stupid, y'all, y'all. And like you're older than her. And I'm gonna just say the um, last thing I'm gonna say on this is, Danny Lee. Like, yeah, he disrespected you. He called you the side chick. Whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I just I just I wish you would have made a better decision to make a baby with somebody who literally has given you grief. Throughout your whole relationship, which we were privy to before, which we should have never seen that mm-hmm. either. He has a baby on the way with his first baby mother. The first baby mother in here chiming in like, bitch, you shouldn't have been laughing at me and making songs antagonizing me about being the light skinned bitch that we chose. Nobody should have been nothing to each other because at the end of the day, y'all still giving this nigga. ignorant ass nigga the power mm-hmm. over y'all. You literally have nothing. I don't know. There's rumors that. Her family disowned her because she had a baby because he's black. All these different type of things are coming out now. And it's just all this inside information that we don't need to well, see. Even if it isn't inside. Like, people just making stuff up. I believe that's true, though. Mm. She got kicked out of her house. Her no, fam- she said... Well, I mean, I guess she could have got... But she said that she was the one who put her stuff on hold so her daughter can know. 
who her father is. That's what she said on her Instagram. So she was the one who made the decision to move into his home in wherever, South Carolina, wherever it is. The Danny Lees, the Summer Walkers, the Sierras, all of them fall victim of thinking that they are somewhat different as being this new baby mother that's going to change this A lot man. of girls do. A lot of them do. And I'm not, and, and this is the thing is, I don't want to bite my tongue and say that if you meet somebody that has a multitude of baby mothers and has a, a ring of children that you might change them. You might. Even, even the Cardi B's. Granted the fact we have seen the baby interact with his children, I personally think, people say he's a great father. I'm not going to take that away from him, but I do see it more on a monetary standpoint yeah. that he's there for his children more than anything. Mm -hmm. He does have gr like funny interactions with them, but it's rooted in materialism when I see those videos. Yeah. But people would equate that to being a good father. Yeah, Neither here nor there. But I just, even if you do think that you can change him and he can be that, like, it's going to be different with you this time. Because mm -hmm. I don't think any of them go into the aspect of thinking, well, you know... I'm going to be different. I'm going to be that different baby moms. And you should have that confidence if, you, if you're choosing to be with somebody. Mm -hmm. However, be realistic. This man has never shown any of his baby mother's respect. Mm -mm. None. It's been documented. It's for all of us to see. So, yes, you might want to sit there and say that you're different. But be realistic in knowing that if you guys enable niggas to act a certain type of way, they're going to continue to act a certain type of way. People only doesn't do what matter. you allow. It doesn't matter. Some might say, even Offset got his shit together just in a third. But him and Cardi B was just about to get divorced last year. Like, it's a certain level That's of... That's only what we know. And and we who knows if it, it's... it's And that's the thing. We should not know shit. Yeah. So when I sit there and I tweet, I wish that celebrities would go back to the point where we didn't know anything. Where paparazzi literally had to follow Because we would have never known Offset She We would have never known nothing. But that's that's today's world, but though. That's, and, then I, and, and I gotta stop living in the past because that's how I grew up. Like celebrities didn't give us much. We had to rely on tabloids and paparazzis to tell us things. And that's if we gave a fuck. But it's just sad to see how everything plays out on the internet. Your children are going to Google your names one day mm -hmm. and they are going to be embarrassed mm -hmm. by what they find from their parents. But y'all not thinking like that. Cause y'all trying to one up each other on the internet mm -hmm. and trying to see who's the bad guy. It's it's a it, we live in a nasty world. This mm -hmm. I don't have I don't have much hope for humanity, but um, I don't want uh, fuck y'all. <laughs> Another thing I did not give a fuck about Drake and Kanye making up. I don't care. I just I I don't know. Everything's fake. That 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 shit was fake as fuck. Like like y'all don't got it. Like don't like that don't Kanye that don't do two part drink. But chance. that shit don't do shit for me. Like. What, like, what you mean it don't do shit I'm just you? saying, like, if, if it's fake or whatever, like, what are y'all really trying to get? You know what I'm saying? What are y'all trying to get out of this? They're trying to get Larry Hoover out. They're trying to get Larry Hoover out of jail. For why? Why are they trying to get Larry Hoover out of jail? Yeah. Because he was supposed to be out of jail, like, years ago, and he's been wrongfully convicted. Oh. The sentiment of the, of the statement of the benefit concept makes sense. <sighs> but it's drinking. Just get Kim K. She's been trying. She can't do it. They're trying to raise money, I guess. I don't know what the, what the situation is. It's not even the base of, of the the Larry King thing. It's just... It's the Drink Champs um, interview. He did another one? It was a part two or something like that. I haven't watched one or two, and I've come to the conclusion that I don't want to. So I'm not. Um, it's just a basis that you talking... 
He talking cash shit about how Drake is calculated. He's meticulous. He is manipulative. Like, he gets into your head when you're beefing with him. This, that, and a third. And then Jay Prince supposedly can call you up. Make you come out to Houston. Make an apology video. Or make a, a I'm squashing the beat video. And then you end up at Drake's house. Like, the next week. It all just seems fabricated. Mm-hmm. And I just... I don't know if people with money are bored. I think so. Because I think so. They don't have... They've been everywhere. They have everything. So you're doing this... This. People go low, girl. This. People go low. Go buy a school. Well, they do, though. They do. They told they done everything. They ain't got shit else to do, Sash. I'm not saying I condone it. They ain't got shit else to do. I don't condone it. They I ain't just, got shit, they ain't got just, shit else to do. It just looks so fabricated. And I, I just didn't understand. I, I understand why people are invested. It's the time that we live in and people... Live vicariously through, I guess, celebrity culture and pop culture. But I just, it's just stupid. Yeah, I think that's my opinion on it. It's just dumb. Like, I guess it's good for the culture. I mean, we weren't getting, I, me personally, I didn't give a fuck about a Drake and a, and a um, Kanye beef. We weren't, it's not like we were getting immaculate. Girl, I didn't even know they was beefing. I didn't know they were really beefing. Like, yeah, you hear the subliminals. They had beef before, but I didn't know it was this, that, and third. And then you're putting people in group chats on them, and you got more money than them. And then you're ending up at the nigga house. It's just all weird. And I wanted to stop. (laughs) But it's not going to. Because we could sit there and say we wanted to stop, but Kanye and Drake are the ones that's sitting there doing that shit. And you can't tell no. People you can't tell a grown man though. that he, you can't tell a grown man that you're forcing them to stop beating. People eat that shit up. I, I'm glad that that story went away pretty fast though, because if they would have lingered on that, I would have been like, hmm, I don't give a fuck. Hmm. I don't and care about that. I don't. And another person that doesn't give a fuck is Chloe Bailey, and we've spoke about her before on here. What happened just, to her now? So she dropped a little um, <laughs> little um, IG video. Of her, you know, sucking a lollipop, sucking a lollipop, telling all her fans that she's so happy that she got to four million followers, this, that, and the third. And people were fucking irate that this girl was sucking a lollipop, had her little lingerie on with her little bra, and acting so sexy like she was making an OnlyFans promo. And I looked at it and I was like, "Yes, that's what you're supposed to do." They, I know that everybody is used to Chloe and Hallie, her sister, being in this certain teeny bopper light, but people do grow up. People have to grow up. And just because she's asserting herself in more of a sexy way, a more feminine way, y'all have lost your mind to think that this girl doesn't have some type of sexuality. Like, she comes from a Christian background and she's doing too much. Why is she doing too much just because she wants to be sexy and she wants to dance and she wants to shake her ass? It's there. Why are y'all so upset? People need to go touch some grass. It's not that serious. Like, I'm I'm just confused. Like, damned if you do and damned if you don't. Now, if she stay closed up, nobody wants to hear that. She's too sexy. Nobody wants to see that. So the girl can't do whatever she wants to do. But I just, I took the video as her making fun of everybody. That's how I took it. I ain't paid attention. I, don't I just think her was trying to be luck, sexy. Sucking a lollipop. Like, yep. I didn't, I I didn't think, click the video. I and just, even the way she talks, like, in her interviews and stuff, she's like, I know they're going to say something, so I'm going to keep turning up. I love to perform. I love to shake my ass. I love my body. I love being sexy. 
So yeah, why why not make a video making it look like I'm about to drop a OnlyFans, like I'm about to drop some OnlyFans content and piss y'all off even more because y'all gonna talk about me regardless. She's a little girl anyway, y'all leave her the fuck alone. She, but if but the thing is, she's not a little girl. Well, she's 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 twenty three, twenty four. She's, she's allowed to have a sexual presence. Like leave I don't her understand alone. why y'all so fucking thrown thrown off guard or enamored by. She's yes, young. I understand where she time. comes from, but people are allowed to grow. Like, anybody telling y'all to, when y'all bend over on IG, no one's telling y'all not to post y'all pictures. Everybody, y'all come and say, yes, bitch, yes. Like, let Chloe live. Mm, people are weird. I love that she don't give a fuck. Um, Halle Berry. She's been in recent news. She has a movie that I believe is either coming out or came out. Mm -hmm. It's, um, I think she's like an MMA fighter or a boxer or something like that. And Cardi B co- executive produced the soundtrack for the movie and she was on a tv show or a late night show one of them just you know giving praise to cardi b um saying that the album is the soundtrack is really really good cultivated really well she got all the little um all the girls to come together do some songs this that and the third and in the midst of that in giving part cardi b her flowers halle berry called her the best female rapper alive or the queen of rap let me say it right. The queen of rap. And people got upset at that. People got mad because Halle Berry had an opinion about Cardi B helping her out on a soundtrack for a movie that she is doing by calling her the queen of rap and saying that that, that was shade to other people. I didn't hear. I, listen, I didn't say uh -huh. it. I didn't say it because I, I didn't hear that. Granted, I'm pretty Who sure y'all y'all have too much fucking time on y'all motherfucking hands and y'all care too motherfucking much. Y'all who gives a fuck? If that's who the fuck she say is in her eyes the queen of rap, that's who the fuck she gonna say the fuck it is. Who gives a fucking fuck? Like who cares? Like it's other things going on in this fucking world that are way more serious and y'all give a fuck because Halle Berry said that Cardi B is the queen of rap. Well, Halle Berry stood on what she said. Who she cares? And she said, listen, I wasn't throwing shade at anyone. I'm just giving my opinion. And two things can be true at the same time. Cardi B can be the queen of rap right now. Just like so-and-so was a queen of rap before. And so-and-so was a queen of rap before. And so-and-so was going to be the upcoming queen of rap. Everybody has their moment. Everybody has their time. So if I say that Cardi B is the queen of rap, it's because I feel it right now. Exactly. And it is what it is. And honestly... Beautiful rebuttal. Granted, she didn't have to clean up shit. Nope. Like, you Halle Berry, you can have any opinion. <laughs> to me, you can have any opinion you want. But just, you know, to keep little girls at bay, keep the little minions down. Yeah, let me just come out here and say this real quick. But I'm sorry. Cardi B is cultivating shit. Cardi B don't have an album out and you still hear her on Rhythmic. Our um pop quote um pop stations, R and B stations, Latin stations. Mm -hmm. So right now, if she's not the queen of rap, who is? Cause it ain't the other girl. Nope. Not right now. Not not a. It sure ain't. It sure ain't. Not until she stops fucking sure harassing people. It sure ain't. And get her her it legal sure affairs in it order. Sure ain't. And drop that nasty ass nigga it that's sure on her ain't. side. It she's sure not ain't. the queen of rap. Sure ain't. And she's real. She's really fucking up her legacy with the bullshit that she's doing. Sure ain't. But we did that before, and we ain't gonna do it again. Huh. So if it's not Cardi, Cardi B is the curator right now because she's friends with all the girls. She gets along with all the girls. She just hosted the AMAs, and she did a good job. I actually watched I'm, that. Shit. I said I was gonna watch it tonight. It's gonna be on Hulu. I actually watched it. It was good. She's just 
fucking her transparency and her not giving a fuck and being herself in any setting is beautiful it's to so watch. Cute. Like mm-hmm. they eat that shit up. And I know white people are probably just like enamored by her because she's just like unapologet- mm-hmm. unapologetically black. But it's just like she really herself. Like she didn't fake the funk. She went out there she with never, the tongue she, and the dialect. Cardi B never changed. She's been the fucking same since like. Like she said, this is the girl that went from working at fucking Sue's Rendezvous to sitting there and going on Love and Hip Hop to literally she was the star or like upcoming star in the reality TV realm and said, I'm going to stop that shit in the prime of it because I want to take rap serious and then gave us consistency for about four or five years straight. Who? I wonder who the fuck. I wonder who was the person that told her like. You should rap? No. Like. I don't come to. like some you know what I'm saying like somebody came to her and was like you don't have to do love and hip hop ever again like, I, I want to like she I know it was who, an interview I, I want to say it's a breakfast club interview that she did and she said yo I what I was about to get a big ass check from Mona and I told like somebody told me I don't remember the name she said but she said somebody told me if you want to take rap serious and you want to become a rapper, you cannot and continue that's when with reality yellow TV. Drop, right? And then she she did the um no, get the bitch ever. volume. Oh one. yeah, 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 yeah. And then niggas she was, was like, rocking wait. On them two shits for a while. And then niggas was like, wait, she's actually spitting. And then Never she dropped ever. Bodak Yellow, uh-huh. and the bitch ain't looked back since then. And it's like she really took whoever gave her that advice. I know she owed him. She owed him her entire career because that is the best advice they ever gave her. She like, did that sh- one year. Because she could have been a reality TV star. She was funny as hell. She had the Instagram presence and the third, but that stuff dies down. She's the only one that's ever done that. Like Love literally stopped in the hype to go and do a music career and that shit plateaued. And has given us shit that we have listened to and actually liked. Like, Cardi she B has albums good that in nigga the music like. world, the fashion world. The bitch is an actress. She got movies. World. Not movies. She got movies. Clothes. That's everything. A, yeah, Cardi B's a mega. She's a mega star. She's a mogul. Now she can't afford. Like she, and she just bought that big ass AMAs. house in New York with mm-hmm. her family. Yeah, that shit huge. Yeah. yeah. What do you think it's at? A house like that would either have to be. Except it's, it's still in New York. Yeah, New York, but it ain't in the city. It gotta be upstate. It probably ain't that far, honestly. It's that probably shit, like 45 that out. shit nice as fuck, 40 but yeah. It's probably not that, that shit far. crazy. I wanna know who the fuck's a bitch. Don't you do it. She's like, listen, you it's either you're gonna be a reality TV star or you're gonna take this rap shit serious, but you can't do both. Because nobody would've took her serious if you're still doing reality TV and trying to rap. But she had that before reality TV fan base plus the reality and she TV. Took and she took all of them. And they then Barty, Barty gang. Barty they gang. Be, they went with her. So, yeah, the queen of rap. She, she said what she said. Shit. Um, we want to say R.I.P. Oh, I mean, y'all done this point. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. I ain't mean, y'all. We ain't saying that. I mean, it's, it's human. Human human um actions happen sometimes. As long as you didn't fart, it would have been nasty. We want to say R.I.P. to Young Dolph. Um, born July 27, 1985, and was murdered on November 17, 2021. Um, I've seen some speculation since this happened last week about who did it, but then a lot of it's a lot of chatter, so I'm not naming nothing, I'm not saying shit. But he was gunned down, um, in his car at the cookie store after going to a local Memphis cookie mm-hmm. store 
to get cookies for his mother. And then he was supposed to go later that night to do his annual turkey um, giveaway in Memphis. Um, but that did not happen. Um, the reports came out saying that it was a shooting. Then they said it was involving young Dolph. And then moments later it came out that he actually passed away, I think, mm -hmm. on the scene. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Memphis was in like an uproar. Just really, really sad because early curfew. Young Dolph, he did, he did a lot. It was a lot of weird stories surrounding why it happened. This, then, the third. What I did learn is that Young Dolph was shot at before. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But he was in his bulletproof um, Range Rover. Yeah, and he still has that same Range Rover, uh -huh. and he usually drives that. But then, whoever these gunmen were, must have been watching him uh -huh. and um, realized he was in a Lamborghini. It wasn't bulletproof and. They saw their opportunity to take him out for whatever reason, and they did so. Girl, this is one um, Instagram it's page, disgusting. honey. It's if, so sad. If I ever need them for something, I'm going to hire their ass. This is oh, one. I say, God you know, damn. First of all, people need to stop playing investigators. <laughs> because when you play, people be cracking me you're up. Playing with people, it's, but, it's not, but it's not funny. Because they, they're putting names out to people that have nothing to do with it. What if they you get that real? person killed? serious. Okay, but if you get that person killed, then you fucked up. So, the, the, the whole... No, we don't believe in law enforcement. No, we don't believe in police. But nobody asked you to be the detective on Do Young Dolph's murder. It happens so all stop. the time. <laughs> stop. That shit is whack as hell. Because I saw a thing on Twitter where they got... They're sitting here comparing the people that were in the video of the shooting to some niggas that are locally in Memphis saying, well, he stands like this, so that's him standing with the gun like that. And he had this hoodie on, he had that hat on, so that gotta be him because he had the same hat. And you got people's fucking names in your mouth. Like, people are not out here looking for who the fuck did that. Now, um, everybody's in the comments like, why the fuck are y'all doing that? Could mm -hmm. these two niggas end up dead because of this? Because you want to play a Twitter investigator. You're not a detective. You should have went to law You You should have went to school for that. You could have became a cop if you wanted to play detective. Don't do that with people's lives. That's crazy. Because the nigga bow-legged, the other nigga bow-legged, that's the person that killed him. Don't y'all play too fucking much? Y'all bored? That doesn't. Nobody asked y'all to play Netflix documentary. That shit is whack as hell. Like let the people do their fucking job. There's video footage. Someone's gonna find out who did it, regardless of the fact. And they have three so. They have three suspects in custody. But they ain't. Have, they said they had that. Ain't, it's not related. It's not related. Well, mm -hmm. I saw that they had three suspects. suspects somebody in shot custody. at their memorial, but they said it's not in relation to who killed Young Dog. This is just fucking sad. That man left two kids. And a this wife. Multitude of videos of him sitting there just being a father figure. Literally had charities out the wazoo. His wife actually lost her brother and her father to gun violence. Mm -hmm. She has an initiative called Black Men Deserve to Grow Old. And then to lose now your husband to the same type of violence. I don't even know how you deal with some shit like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you navigate that. Like... I don't know how old his children are, but they're young. But they're, I believe... Can't be no older than five or six. The, the boy's older, I believe. Being no older than five or six. Maybe so, five. It's absolutely fucking disheartening. Don't know if he had beef. Don't know if it's re re retaliation for anything. Don't know if he did something to somebody and this is a get back. Regardless of the fact, um, hip-hop has lost a lot of rappers this year. It's been a lot of either drug-related deaths... Or shootings or killings, and it's just, it's real sad. Um, so, what's your favorite Young Dolph record? Major. Major? Mm -hmm. I don't. 
I know that I loved his tape with Key, um, Key Glock that came out this year, but I'm not. I'm not even gonna sit here and be like, oh, I'm a young Dolph fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that. But when them shits come on in the club, they slap. Mm-hmm. You got a drink in your hand, you're gonna bop. It's sad. It's just sad. So rest in power to him. Um. Mm, mm, mm. When I say it's bullshit, it's nothing but bullshit. Um, Zach Stacy um, has been charged with two felonies um, for a domestic violence. Um, I don't want to say dis- it's not a dispute when you're beating somebody the fuck up. Mm-hmm. It's an attack. Um, he's a former Jets player? Giants? I don't know. He's a former NFL player. I'm not even about to sit here and act like I know what team this man played for. He's a former NFL player who's ex-girlfriend um the mother of his child um she put up cameras in the house to catch him because she clearly is a victim of domestic violence when it comes to him and the video is completely horrific uh-huh. it's disgusting uh-huh. it's yeah it was the worst thing i've seen in a very very long time um it's a trigger warning I, i'm not gonna tell nobody to go watch it if you haven't seen it Cause this shit is disgusting. I ain't never seen nothing like that. I always see, uh, when something like when people put that out there, I only see like the aftermath, like their face. But I ain't never seen. Cause nobody usually records. I ain't it never it seen. I ain't never seen nothing like that. Like, and she came out and she made a statement. She literally said, "I had to record it because I've tried to get and nobody I tried listened. to get him arrested before, and nobody wanted to press charges, mm-hmm. and nobody wanted to do anything." So I put a camera up knowing that he was going to do that so that I could record it. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, when she put it up, they still didn't, at first didn't want to arrest him. Mm-hmm. His friends were hiding him. Mm-hmm. And, um, fuck, what else happened? I forgot what else happened. There was something else that she had put a claim to. The reason why he came and attacked her is because she was in the midst of trying to get a restraining order against him. Mm-hmm. And it would not be granted. That's disgusting. It would not be granted. And I've seen people get restraining orders and then they don't even, like, people, like, they'll go back to try to get it renewed and it doesn't follow through with it. Mm -hmm. So restraining orders, TROs can sometimes just be bullshit. Mm -hmm. It could be a means to a temporary end. But that, the crazy thing is there was another girl, I guess, that had a similar, um, she detailed a similar incident with um, her NFL boo. And people were tagging her and saying, no, like, I went through something similar, but that's not me in the video. Because I guess her and the other girl look exactly Uh alike. But she said, watching that video triggered me because that's exactly what I went through. Uh And then there was like a thread of just women coming out and was like, yeah, y'all might not see it. I've been through that. I've seen girls say, I wish that what I went through was like that. And that's some of the worst, that's some of the worst domestic Uh violence I've ever seen. And to know that people are silently living with that shit mm-hmm. is sick. But he's out on bail. What did he get? Like a ten thousand dollar bond mm-hmm. or some shit like that. So he probably what he had to pay a thousand five hundred, some shit like that. He's out. Um, of course. Somebody actually had the nerve to sit there and go on IG live, and impersonate him, and was like, well, "If you come in my live and I get ten thousand people, I tell the truth of the story." It was somebody that looked like him. Oh my that's God. how crazy. That's how crazy this world is. That's how crazy this world is. And then and the, then they said, I didn't watch the full thing, but they said there's an extended video that came out. And then afterwards, he's like, I love you, my son, and kisses him and walk out the door. After you beat 
his mother into like a pulp in front of him. The baby's sitting right there. Like, I... Now, people want to bring in the correlation of, well, he was an ex-football player. So what? Does CTE have anything to do with it? If you don't know what CTE is, it's like some type of neurological brain. I'm not even about to People's say watch one fucking movie and see shit about this and want to get that excuse for every fucking thing. You can't give CTE an excuse for everything if she's saying that this is what she has been living with all the time. And if even if, let's... To play devil's advocate, even if CTE is the cause for him being this violent, then that speaks to a bigger issue and a problem of untreated shit that's going on. Right. Because is he even diagnosed with that? You can't be diagnosed with CTE until you die. That's be- and that's why it's controversial. You literally have to take out the brain and study the patterns of just years of wear and tear on the head, concussions, Injuries, all that type of so stuff. You can't, you can't diagnose CTE so while you're living. So they're trying are to, you, so they're trying are to you, fix that though. So it only like as of right now, you can't diagnose. No, I'm saying so. They saying so that means he. I don't. I don't get it. I could see if it could come in a factor if he was if it came out that he was. He was display displayed that on just her. You get what I'm saying? If he was, yes. You get, but how? Like exactly. how? If it's only I can get, I could more not understanding, but I can say, okay, we have the start argument, starting yeah. point. If it was he had showed this, <coughs> excuse me, this behavior, you know, towards everybody, but it's only towards her. So it's like, and then in fact, the CTE, like I was listening to another podcast and they brought up the Ray Rice situation. Because it was, it was, Ray Rice was another um, former NFL player and he had a video of him, you know, smooth, knocking his chick out in the elevator. Boom. And then later she did come back and kind of curse the media I out. I forgot about that. To shut the fuck up, this, then the third. And they were trying to say that he had like, he was working with some people to. I forgot about that. Yeah. And they thought his remnants was CTE because she said he never abused me before. It was like an isolated event, and he reacted violently. This is not the case here. This no. woman has been terrorized. She was in the midst of trying to get a TRO. Mm. Niggas are just violent. Because there's a plethora of women have come out and was like, well, that was my situation. <coughs> or I've been through that. Just even last week, um, Ashanti's sister, she was on the Angie Martinez show, and she came out talking about her domestic violence oh, yeah. um, situation. That was three years ago. He didn't play no fucking football, whoever she was alluding to. He didn't play no fucking football. It's just a. It's just what kills me with the with the situation. I didn't and then I didn't see and I'm not and I'm, what I'm about to say is it doesn't correlate to this because I didn't see anybody say that when it came to this situation. And it's so sad that it took video footage for people to be like, "Yo, niggas really be beating chicks the fuck up." Like now, y'all believe it? Y'all ain't, like before it was out of sight, out of mind, out of sight. Mm-hmm. But now y'all believe it because she and I and I personally I don't believe in bringing things to the internet like I, like I had said this whole fucking first part when of this podcast. Saving your life. But that she had to she had to post that mm-hmm. she had to post that. That was the only way that it would even be on anyone's radar. The police didn't weren't even trying to hear her. Nope. To what must have been going through her head to set up a camera? Because she know the next interaction she was going to have with this man, it was going to be violent, and you can hear her. 
This was a woman that was trying to de-escalate the situation. She's getting tossed around they like a rag TV. doll. He threw a TV on her. The TV fell on her. Her head is hitting every which way. Uh, unlock any one of those pushes, punches, kicks that he gave her. Uh, mm-hmm. She could have been dead. Mm-hmm. And her baby would have been right there in front of her. He would have witnessed his mother die. So, like, and then for her to just be like, okay, I'm not raising my voice. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Saying that while she's uh. getting her ass beat. That's not CTE. That's a woman that literally has been terrorized, like I said before. And it's just, like I said, the internet was interneting last week. It was nasty. All around, it was nasty. From fucked up story to fucked up story. Uh, I hope this week brings better news. We'll see. Today's two, no, Monday. Monday. Mm. Monday. And I do have an ICU player. I do. It's kind of funny. I don't know if everybody will agree with this one, but a 16-year-old Detroit high school student was suspended for having a barbershop operation in the school's bathroom. One of the city's top barbers rewarded the hustle by offering the young man an entrepreneur um, some pointers and have a new place to practice. So, granted, he did get suspended. I guess it is it is against school rules mm-hmm. to have a barbershop in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But it came from a place of him trying to better his skills, be creative. It came from a good place. It was just executed poorly. Mm-hmm. So um, shout out to the barber that sat there and gave him a little internship where he could come into his barbershop and cut his friend's hair and, you know, get his money up. Because so clearly, clearly he's talented. All his high school friends were going to him. Good. So, shout out to you, sir. I see That's you. That's going to be their barber for forever. Watch. Listen, gotta start somewhere. Uh-huh. So, let's get into the crooks of the stuff. Hold on one second. Okay. Whew. Speaking of addiction, pull me up real quick. Oh. I'm addicted to red wine. I am. Like addicted, addicted? It's right. my go-to. I probably. I mean, you drink it every day? No, not every day, but enough. Um. <clears throat> what are your views on addiction? When you hear addiction, what do you? How do you view it? Cause I did a training. I had to do a training for my job, and we had to do substance abuse and mental health. And I always wondered why they put the two together. And then going through that training for a week and a half, mm-hmm. I realized why they did. Because for some people, they look at addiction as a weakness. Some people look at addiction as it's no big deal. It's mind over matter. Mm-hmm. And then some people look at addiction as an actual disease. So there's so many different views depending on walk of life, your environment, your economic status, and your race. To what plays into why people view addiction the way they view it. And I see it in different... I see it in all facets all the time with Mm -hmm. work. So I just wanted to know what your views were on addiction. I think addiction is something that you need. Hmm? Addiction is something that you... Like, it's something that that you need. It's like you can't live without it. That's true. That is that is the sole purpose. Of, like addiction like, falls everywhere. It could be. I thought you meant like we need to be addicted no. to shit. Like it's like it could <laughs> fall under a disease. It could be mental health, or it could just be. I think it. I, it could fall under where where any where anybody thinks it could be anything. It could be good. It could be bad. I, I just find it. I believe that addiction. I don't want to give 
Excuses your addiction has to, to be bad. It doesn't necessarily, but on the standpoint, because I see addiction, there's people are addicted to different things. You can be addicted to money, drugs, sex, clothes. Some people are addicted to religion, video game, like food. There's different types mm-hmm. of addictions. But then when I was thinking on a, on an aspect, I I don't know if I can sit there and I feel like it's a little insensitive, especially if, because some people don't have addictive personalities, mm-hmm. and now I guess that's good for you, whatever. But I find like I find it insensitive to sit there and say that because somebody becomes addicted to something, that they're weak. Yeah. Or it's a mindset when there is literal drugs, even alcohol, the red wine that we're drinking can for everybody's genetic makeup or for your mindset, you could literally have no chance. Mm-hmm. It was inevitable for you to become addicted to something. Yeah. So, and then that aspect, I look at it as a disease. I do see what a disease can do to you. And then I can see why people will be fed up and be like, well, it's mind over matter. Cause then you'll hear the stories about people who used to do heroin and used to do crack. And then they've been clean for 17 or 20 years. And there's some people that overdose and they pass away. Mm-hmm. I just, it's sad to see what addiction does to the people around you if it's that severe and that mm-hmm. bad. And I get it from, because I was watching Dope Sick and how they literally started a whole epidemic with opioids. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they kept saying, well, it's the drug users, it's the drug users. Tell them it's the drug users. Tell them Is it's it a not show addictive. or a documentary? It's a show. Oh, okay. It's so it's actors. I think it's a short series because we know how that shit ends. Like, you know they, it's a, not all topic, but it's the same thing. Did you watch Power? Yeah. Um, Which one? Oh, the new one with Tariq? Yeah. No, I didn't. Okay, never mind. Because he just said like, I just he said like a little reference. He was talking to, uh, what's his friend name? The white boy? Yeah, the kid's name. The white boy. I love his name. So, but anyway, talking to his uncle, and he kind of like referenced like everything that dope. Dopes, uh, the Dope theme, yeah, yeah, the theme about it. Yeah, because that, that like pill shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's mad. It's it, it's they literally sat there, lied, cheated, to get oh, oh, this those opioids specifically put on the market. Sat there and said that it was one percent less addictive than every other um, painkiller that's ever been out there, and it was more addictive than all of them. Uh, and it's because they was just buying off and lying and, and fucking cheating their way to the top. That's why people will do. Granted, mm-hmm. but you sat there, and yeah, a lot of middle America, a lot of white people, a lot of um, miners, those people in those those rural towns, those are the ones who really got hooked, and those communities were really destroyed by it. But it was sad nonetheless, cause this it's like it's it was the white crack ap- epidemic. Yeah, if you if you want to be just fucking blatantly honest, it's the same thing. But they sat there. You sit there, and you become addicted to something. And then your mind is telling you that you need it. Your body is craving it. You can't help the way you're feeling and the way you're 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 reacting mm-hmm. to this thing. And then people are looking at you like you are a piece of shit. Yeah. But it's because they can't necessarily relate. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say like I think like the best substance abuse counselors are people who have been actually through been through some sort of addiction. Yeah. And they have reformed mm-hmm. because they know firsthand what the fuck you are going through. Like, what was it? Um, what's the show? Euphoria. Mm-hmm. When Rue had the episode with her sponsor. Oh, yeah. That shit was fucking deep. 
My God. That man, every role he plays, I need to know his real name. Mm-hmm. Every role he plays, he fucking kills. I can't remember what he And he's like. been acting for years. I'm gonna get his I'm gonna get his fucking name. It's gonna bother me, so I have to get it today. But just on the aspect of he lost his his wife, lost all relationships with his daughters off a of crack. Off a of heroin. That shit happens. Smack. And it happens and then Intervention, that show firsthand. Yeah. That shit is different. But then when it coincides with like mental health, there's a lot of people that are out here self medicating. You have mental issues you have things that you need to work through and talk through and you have traumas that are unresolved but instead of going to talk to somebody getting some form of counseling getting maybe psychiatric drugs that would be better for you you're medicating with illicit or you know like medical substances and then it turns into disease like it's just addiction is such a fucking slippery slope that it's like you don't know where to what compartment to put it into I just find it, I don't know, I just find it, I don't know, I guess I have a little bit more of a soft spot for people who go through addiction. Even even though I'm not necessarily, I don't I, I don't know what that addiction is firsthand. There's certain things, like, I, I do, I say I have a shopping issue. Like, it can be a problem. Mm-hmm. It can, it can definitely be a problem. So... I don't know. I guess I sympathize with people who go through addiction. Oh yeah, I do too. That shit don't. As opposed easy. to shunning them and making them the lepers, lepers of the world. Yeah, but then again, not gonna say it, but but I but I I feel like it's tiring on both ends. On the person who has the that's going through the addiction. Oh yeah, I feel for the family. And then the family, the I people watched... that want to be like you know supportive and be there. I feel like that shit it kicks ass too. I told you, it destroys I don't think families. nobody nobody wins. Like no, it, addiction literally destroys you, and it destroys everything everybody around mm-hmm. you. But the thing is, with those people, they are so addicted that they don't even see or they don't have enough care in the world mm-hmm. instead of getting the next fix of whatever it is whatever they're addicted it is. to. That they don't even realize they're destroying the people around them. Mm-hmm. That's just, that might be the reason why some people stop once they actually why it actually clicks for them. But a lot of times they don't care. Yeah, they don't care because the girl Betsy in the show is so fucking sad. Like I'm small town, it. Mm-hmm. Repe- it's like it's the girl. same. It's the same story every. It's like or it's different stories every. Mm-hmm. It's literally following the opioid trial. For um Purdue Pharma, so it's one story, but I don't know, I don't oh, see I how they hear stuff about them. Cause they recently did between two thousand nineteen to this year, from the chicken place, right? Yeah, it, they have a they have a joke in the in the show about that. Oh, too. Okay, but yeah, they are. But from two thousand and nineteen to two thousand and twenty, they lost a lot of money, so their case got brought back up. They paid a fine. Nobody got convicted. They talked about Purdue and some other drug thing. Was that that thing on Netflix? Yes, they have a they they have a documentary with them too. Okay. Um, remember that? Um, that's the man. The man I was the investigating. That, okay, his son's Purdue, okay, yeah. Opioids, yeah. It was that. So that's why it drew me in. And then I was listening to um Joe Bunn's podcast, and they made me really intrigued. So I gotta I watch really it. I, I got so much stuff. Watch it, but I think it's a limited series. There, for the way it ended, the ending pissed me off, but it's because. We know these the big big farmers the big they're the pharmaceuticals are the biggest drug dealers out here. Like yeah. they're not getting nothing's happening to you. Like no one cares. But it's so you gonna get so fucking mad watching like these motherfuckers is nasty, bro. They're nasty. But it's a good show. It's good. My dude Michael Keaton in it he be wilding. 
That white man can act. Mm-hmm. Told y'all, they be lying. They just be acting and lying. But yeah, addiction. <sighs> addiction. What's the song I was listening to? Loving you, loving you, loving you. In a, in a Who the fuck is that? Loving you. Why would you want to break up? Sean Kings, I mean, Sean Garrett. <laughs> and Mario. Oh, yeah. That was a good song. But why would you want to break up with me? Nah, let me stop. Um, We're not talking about, like, regular breakups. We're talking about a specific type of breakup. That I think a lot of people don't realize, or they do realize, or it's not really talked about as much, maybe in recent times, but friendship breakups. Like, breaking up, not with a significant other, not with a partner that you were with romantically, breaking up with a friend, that shit, I feel like everybody has maybe experienced it in some way, shape, or form. And it's just levels to how deep it really was, whether it was a betrayal in there, whether y'all grew apart, whether whatever might have happened. I experienced it three times in my entire life. And I I ain't lying. Three times. Like three times. He lived. I experienced it three times. Mm. Mm When was the first time? If you if you want to share. Around, like, college graduation, Morgan, 2012. Mm. No, I'm lying. I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. It was before that. It was one person. It was the girl. And then it was my childhood. Like, I guess you could say childhood. It was, I met her, I was, like, in sixth, fifth grade, sixth grade. So childhood, yeah. Childhood, childhood yeah. best friend, and then 20s. A friend in my 20s. Yeah. Yeah. But that was all three. Do you believe that those breakups were supposed to happen? Like, yeah, the first one, yeah, like it was supposed to happen because you did that. She did that grimy shit. Mm. It's like I can't be. I wouldn't want to be. You know, what I'm saying friends with somebody. So like you've that. had the experiences where you've had one of the experiences with a break with a friendship breakup where it was like a it betrayal. was grimy. It was betrayal. Yes. Mm. Okay, and the adult. I, them shits is different. It when was I hear betrayal, people's stories yeah. with those, it's just like, what? How could... You weren't my friend. No, you, were you weren't. You weren't my friend. It was a betrayal. Then the stuff after it, you know what I'm saying? After it, it was just so... It wasn't okay. genuine. No, it just wasn't genuine. Like, she would see, like... She would see, like, a, a, like a, a mutual friend we had or whatever. Like, yeah. somebody that's my best friend. Or whatever. I was just saying that. Like, she would see Liz. And Liz would be like, oh, so-and-so said hi. And that, oh, I miss y'all. You don't have to say that. I don't like that. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You That's not, saying stuff like that is not a point of conversation. Because to me, like, I cherish my friendships. Like, my friends, like, my immediate friends, they're my family. So I cherish things like that. Mm-hmm. And if, like, I'm not going to tell you something that I don't fucking need. That's not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I miss you. I'm not going to do that for a start of a conversation. Why? Because I'm lying. And that makes me a liar. And I'm not, I don't, I'm Maybe lying. she did miss you, but that was her way of trying mm-hmm. to open up a conversation. But it's still not the way to open up a conversation. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's just not. Because we're an adult. We're, we're adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that, I believe you didn't say it because you didn't really mean it. You didn't feel it. Like, I know mm-hmm. I don't miss you, bitch. Like, you betrayed me for whatever whatever you did, whatever reason. And when it comes down to it... Her and the boys not even together. So you in uh, a friendship a nigga over a nigga and y'all not even together. Ugh, thought that was your forever. Um, yeah. Jokes on her. Jokes on her. Yeah, but... That... I, I 
when I hear betrayals when when niggas isn't when like niggas involved, I don't think that girl w- wanted to be my friend anyway. No. Because if you would jeopardize our friendship by dealing with a nigga that was supposed to be with me or any of that, like really like out of all the niggas in the fucking I'm world. I'm sorry, I even think I don't think you wanted to be my friend. I think you were no. sabotaging the friendship. The I even place. think like this wasn't my case, but I even think this is a betrayal. I think this is very petty when people do this. It's like if you would come up to me and you would be telling me that you you know, like you you're attracted to this boy, you know, you wanna you know what I'm saying, you talking to me all the time about the boy and about, you know, you having the guts, you know, to finally say something. And then all of a sudden you know what I'm saying? You see, you know what I'm saying? You see me with the boy. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 disrespectful, I think. What you mean? Like if you're telling me about this boy, oh, so I like somebody. You like somebody or whatever. And I keep telling you I like them. I, I like them. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. And then I see you with the guy. Yeah. And then I get upset with you. Yeah. Like you have oh, every right. No, I feel like that's why. The, on the girl's part, she's mad at you because you. Wait, you're talking to the guy. No, no, no. Okay, so let's make make his name. His name's Jacob. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who I said Jacob. <coughs> so why did you say Jacob? We both know Jacob or whatever. You always yeah. been talking about how I got a major crush. You make major crush. You and Jacob have ex- like y'all flirted, y'all this and that. You talk mm-hmm, this and that, mm-hmm. but you haven't really told him like that. You you know yeah, it hasn't y'all, yeah but y'all both have like that inkling or whatever. Yeah, yeah so you're telling me that I'm hearing you talk about this boy all the time. Yeah, but you haven't like, and I'm just like okay. Like, it's just taking you a long time to tell him that you like him or yeah. whatever. And then say, like, you wake up tomorrow. And you would be like, I'm going to, today's the day I'm going to tell Jacob, tell him, whatever. Him. Yeah. And then. But then you and Jacob. Mm-hmm. He posts me on his Instagram. It's like his woman crush Wednesday. How would you feel? Me, you, me hearing you talk about how this nigga that you have a crush on you like and then you see me. Out with him. Are y'all dating? Yes. I feel so. <laughs> okay, yeah. I didn't say okay, that was, okay, okay, okay. That wasn't me. I'm just it. saying. I'm because people be people be like, oh, that's not a reason. I'm just saying, like, that's petty. If I'm telling you that's that a betrayal. Somebody, I like somebody. I'm cool with somebody. <laughs> mm-hmm. You hearing me talk about this person? Mm-hmm. That could be a conversation like, well, girl, you know, I, I find them cute too. Mm-hmm. You know what? Conversations like that have to come with age, though. Mm-hmm. You got to come with age. I can't see, I can't see 22-year-olds, like, there being some type of understanding there. I just think the girl's going to be like, what the fuck, bitch? Da, 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 da. Like, it, say now, <coughs> 30s, and you see some guy that you find attractive. And I see some guy that I find attractive. You'd be like, oh, he cute, he cute. And I'd be like, well, you know, he kind of asked me out. I feel like we could have that conversation now. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if at 22, that conversation would go the same way. Because, like, me, personally, if that was to be me, I'd be like, now? First of all, I don't want no nigga that's posting nobody as Woman Crush Wednesday this age. I'm just saying. I just had to think about that. On his page, on his story. Yeah, it's just like, "Mm, boy, shut the fuck up. But that is kind of weird. But then again, as the friend, am I going to go out with the guy? My friend has told me she likes this person. Granted, if I find him attractive, that you know what? That sucks. Because I always love to sit here, be on this podcast, and be like, you know, don't block your blessings. 
But then again, I don't, I'm not stepping on my friend's foot. If I, if I, if I, if I use the words friend with you, best friend, <coughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not even about to play myself. That's just going to have to be a blessing I'm going to have to block. Because if you have expressed to me that you're mm-hmm. feeling somebody, and you might be shy because I understand that. Mm-hmm. I don't pursue niggas to a certain extent. Me either, girl. I don't pursue niggas to a certain extent. So if I and if I got up to the courage one day and then I see you out with him, <coughs> I be, I'm like nah. And he wants to talk to me. I'm gonna be like no. Like, I'm not feeling your friend. I'm feeling you. I'm gonna be like well, I'm sorry. You just gonna this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> oh my god, this ain't gonna happen. I'm like that is so awkward. It's happened though. For real, it's happened. I it it's happened. I'm I'm sure it's happened. Mm-hmm. But but the like the betrayal um friendship breakups, those I feel like are fucking they're devastating you can get over those quicker though but i think so and you want to know why and this is my theory i believe that when there is an actual point and standpoint of why the friends broke up there's a clear line that line was crossed yeah we know it's straight to the white meat you did this yeah i reacted this way yeah it's either I'm going to choose to fuck with you again mm-hmm. or I'm going to cut you off. Mm-hmm. So those are a little, that's a cleaner break. Still hurts, but I feel like you can get over it quick because it's like, well, oh, fuck her. She wasn't my friend anyway. Or you could see it coming. Mm-hmm. But those friendship breakups where they come out of nowhere and not necessarily nowhere because I feel to a certain extent if you break up with a friend, even if y'all didn't have a big falling out or if y'all didn't have a tremendous fight, there, you've had some inclination in the back of your head that this friendship was kind of going down in a slope. Yep, that was my second one. It was just no longer really like had the same, the same, you know what I'm saying, the same things in common and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's just like, I never had like any, like on my part, I never had like any ill feelings or any bad blood. It just, you know, it was just, I found more of, of my wave of people. I found more of my, you know, my crowd and things like that and stuff like that. But some things, you know, some things, you know, some things are just meant to end sometimes. It didn't end, it didn't end for me in a bad way or whatever. I had no ill feelings, no nothing, like, still to this day. But it's just like... So do you consider that end. a breakup or just, like, growing apart? Growing apart. Because I've literally just not necessarily... I've had friends in the past where people would see me with them all the time, this, done, the third, but... They don't know the ins and outs. I knew that the way, the direction that they were going in, we had a yield sign. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. What's that fork in the road? Whatever. The fork, fork in the, in the road. road. Yeah. We had the fork in the road. Mm-hmm. I'm going towards the left. They're going towards the right. There's no way that we can come back to this intersection that intertwines. So you're, you're going in a different that's direction. That's just growing apart. And that's why I never considered those friendship breakups because I don't force things. It's never been in my personality. Mm-hmm. So like, if I see that somebody is no longer being a good friend, somebody is no longer putting in the effort to be a good friend with me, I don't mind going our separate ways. Right. It's no malice towards you. It's just, we're just not, we're not moving in the same accord, accordance. Now, that's happened a couple of times, and I don't call those breakups. I just, you know, we grew apart. But then the situations where, I don't know, it's like, I feel like you might have been complacent in your friendship. There might have been years put in. There might have been some unresolved issues and problems that have always lingered and sat right there. And no, you guys didn't have 
that big tumultuous fight, that big betrayal. Mm-hmm. But I feel like those friendship breakups, the ones where it's like, damn, niggas don't even want to work on whatever this was. Mm-hmm. No, niggas don't even want to come back and review what it is when... Ugh, all the time. Like, shut the fuck up. When certain things get broken up with. Yeah. Like, those are the ones that hurt the most. It's like when you realize that the person that you were calling your friend really isn't your friend. Or they really have not been your friend for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and you try to be like, well, maybe a betrayal should have happened so this shit could have been cut off faster. You start to have those morbid thoughts. Or, I wish we would have grew apart so I didn't have to feel like this now. Because I don't care what anybody says. I'm not going to sit here and put one over the other, but I would think that if something, if somebody crossed me, I think that I would be able to get over it faster as opposed to somebody giving up on being my friend or realizing that somebody was never really your friend for That's because it's time. straight to the point. If yeah. somebody, if somebody like, you know, does a betrayal, you know what I'm saying? Something that's like, oh, it's nothing like really to figure out. It is what it is. Like, you, you know, like you this, saw exactly what it is. There's nothing left in the air to think about or discuss. That's just what it is, what it, black and yeah. white. Right in front of your face, like, that's what they did. That's more easier than... You know, the unknown or, you know, why and things like that. But sometimes the the unknown sometimes, sometimes things are better left unsaid sometimes. Depending. Sometimes. Do you depends. believe that friendship breakups like romantic breakups, do you believe they need closure? No. <clears throat> no. Are they all circumstances where they don't need closure or maybe they do and maybe they don't? Like, but you said no. Closure, just closure to me, it's just... Yeah. I, I know, yeah. I, know I don't... Closure. If I... Closure to me, that shit don't... It never makes me feel better after. It just never does. So that's why, like, for me, Are closure... Are you having closure conversations with people that actually take accountability for their actions? Yes, but it still doesn't... It still doesn't... You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, it's, it's not the outcome. You know what I'm saying? It's not the outcome that I wanted. So it's still like... But maybe it's the outcome that you needed regardless. That's true. And I, and, and I do... I have come to the realization that no, you do not need somebody else to find closure. Mm-hmm. But if you are going to have that conversation with somebody, if you're going to have that conversation with somebody when it comes down to closure and when it's been broken down and when it's been done, I do believe that it needs to happen in a certain time frame. Oh yeah, certain time after a certain time frame, if if it hasn't been talked about, then if, fuck it. if we do talk about it, and it's gonna go back to the way it was because I don't know if I'm gonna talk about like, it. Like I'm sorry, I'm just saying like you can say what you gotta say, but it ain't gonna it ain't gonna be all hunky dory. You know what I'm saying? It's no. I believe that you can have a mutual respect for somebody. Yeah, but, I mean if 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 I feel like we had a friendship and then it's been broken down or it's been dismantled. And I know that I can go to sleep with the effort that I put in to try to rectify or try to find a solution in the situation, mm-hmm. but you just wasn't meeting me on the same time, then it's not for me to fix it. Right. And it's not for me to sit there and have the conversation with you to do so. Mm-hmm. Especially if there's been a certain allotted amount of time where it's just been given up on. Mm-hmm. People give up on people all the time. Mm-hmm. And then expect to think that they can come back in. Or a lot of people are embarrassed by their actions and they never reach out to that person when they should have. Mm-hmm. 
So you can't be mad when that person don't want to have the conversation on your time frame. Mm-hmm. But I, it's not necessarily like closure is needed. And I think a lot, I, I think way, I think motherfuckers get less closure in friendship breakups than they do relationship breakups. Uh, motherfuckers will be broken up with somebody for five years. They might talk back to their ex in five years just to touch base and see what, what the fuck is going on and what happened. But I don't think that happens with certain friendships. I feel like when friendships die, they die. And they yeah. do not come back. That's like when I was talking to somebody and something ended. It ended without like nothing. Never never got the closure. And then like four month, four or five months later, the person pop up explaining, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Because that's to me, that's like. Well, you got to read the room with that shit too. I, you read the room and that and it's like, I don't why I need to, you know what I'm saying, reopen this wound. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a shit. Like. Yeah. But then you got to check your resentment. Cause you might not give a shit, but then you, if you, if you are following that, are you taking that into other situations? No, just don't give it. Like it's just don't. I just, you know, I just don't give a shit. It's just like okay, like maybe you know what I'm saying. Maybe I can let that. Maybe that. Maybe it's like a weight off the other person's shoulder. I, you know what I'm saying. Maybe I do believe a lot of closure is for other people. Yeah, maybe you know what I'm saying. I'll let you if that's gonna take a weight off your shoulder. Okay, cool. But for me, it's just gonna be like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like I don't okay. Want your like you spoke four or five months ago. I don't want your weight keep it like are you doing this you know what i'm saying Stand like are you it. doing this because you want to do it because like then what's going to are you still going to feel the same way if you don't if you don't get the react the response or the reaction from me that you want I'm sorry you can't expect people to react no i'm just saying no, like, no i'm saying yeah. in, i'm saying in general so are you not expect- are you really going to you know what i'm saying are you really going to me no, this kind this of might be thing, gonna, or- if they did some fuck shit or if they felt as if they dropped the balls people get lazy and even in, in regular romantic relationships people get lazy in friendships as well mm-hmm. they drop the ball they stop asking what's wrong. Mm-hmm. They stop checking up. They stop giving a fuck about you, especially if they're going through some shit themselves. Mm-hmm. They forget that they have people that they've actually made connections with and they become selfish. Yep. And they become complacent. Mm-hmm. And they slap you in the face. Especially when you call them out on that shit and they don't like that because then it speaks to the guiltiness within within themselves. Right. Nobody wants to hear that they're a bad friend. But then if you're being a bad friend, you should be able to stand on that and be like, yo, I fucked up right now. Mm-hmm. Either it's let me get a moment to come back and get myself together or I can't be there for you anymore. Mm-hmm. I would respect that more than thinking that you're a good friend and then giving up on the friendship because you know you're shitty. Because right. people do not like to get bl- take blame. People do not like to be accountable for their actions, especially when they know it's their fucking fault. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I keep hearing that fucking word a lot. Cannibal? Because people don't have it. There's a certain amount of entitlement that motherfuckers think that they have that they do not need to be accountable for their actions. That shit is mind-boggling. The worst thing you could ever think in yourself, one of the worst things you could ever think in yourself is to think that you can never be wrong. Or to think that you should not be empathetic to people's feelings around you. I'd rather you fucking Unless you're a fucking um, sociopath. Yep, I'd rather you hold accountability and in the same breath be like, yes, I did it, but I don't give a fuck. At least you fucking honest. I can respect that. That's yeah, a narcissist. I-, I can respect that. Yo, I said some fucked but up shit. But I ain't shit. taking it back. Oh, at least That's you how honest. I feel. Like, well. I can't be mad. Me, personally, I can be upset at the way you made me feel. Like, even when. I'd rather I'm that like, than somebody actually playing me in my face like they ain't know what the fuck they did. No, that's a fucking liar. I'm crazy. <laughs> That's a fucking no, I'd rather somebody, I'd rather no, somebody I take you. accountability and be like, yes, I know I said it, but I'm not taking it back. Then them up there playing like, oh, I don't the know. Thing is, what you I, said I it already. And you yeah. can't take it back. <laughs> you Even can't. if you're like, 
I'm not taking it back, bitch. You can't. Can. I heard it. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. But what I can understand you is... You cannot take words back. You can't take a lot of shit back. You can't take a lot but... of shit back. Once it's done, it's done. The deed is deed. The deed is deed. The so thing about it twice. is like... Yes. No, I did not mean to hurt your feelings. Granted, you did. So I apologize for hurting your feelings, even though that was not my intention, but people can't do that. Because blame is a motherfucker. Do you think people, people should say blame. that? I would I would appreciate it. But even if if I told you, me personally, I don't let me lie let me not lie on here and say my feelings don't get hurt a lot. My feelings do get hurt. I might not be the person to dwell on it or voice it. Like how some people are gonna be like, bitch, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that. Right. However, if I bring it to your attention that you hurt my feelings. I'm reasonable. Me. I gotta. I can only speak for How me. do you know somebody's genuine when they say, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings? What are they just saying that to tell you that? Because they would, they would dead ass be like, well, you took it the wrong way. <laughs> dead, I've had people, well, you took it the wrong way. That's not what I meant. Yeah. And, I be, and, and this is my counter. I understand that's not what you meant to do, but that's what you did. And I, I, you don't have to be sorry for what you said. Especially if your intentions weren't to hurt my feelings, but you did. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't apologize, I'm going to sit here and think that you meant to make me feel bad. You mm-hmm. meant to disrespect me. Mm-hmm. And now I know how to move according to you. Like, and that's just what it is. I don't need the apology for what you said. I need you to realize what you did to Cause me. Because you meant what the fuck you said. And you you did. It, yeah. And I meant when I'm, t- and I mean when I'm telling you, you hurt my feelings. And I mean you're not going to say that shit to me again without knowing that that fucked with me. Mm-hmm. Don't do it again because you're going to get a different adverse reaction. You don't want the adverse reaction. So, so stop fucking it. doing it. Acknowledge it. And I, stuff, and stuff I don't be, have a problem apologizing. You know that's the hardest thing for people blank. to do. That's what, the hardest apologize? thing. People don't apologize. No. They don't know how to. They won't do it. If if they find some weakness in admitting I, you know what wrong. I hate? I'm sorry if I made you know. I'm telling you, I'm you you made me feel this way. It's not if I'm sorry if no. It is I'm sorry. I'm that sorry I, I made you I made feel you that feel way. not if. I hate that. Do not say it's I'm sorry I made I'm you. It's not I if it's not an if because I just told you five seconds ago that you made me it is feel cool. that way. If you're not sorry, if you meant to make me feel that way and you're not sorry, don't lie. Then we know how to move going forward. And that's it. That's I just it. like to know how that I'm That is moving it. With that you. is it. I like to it. know how I'm moving with you. But I will end the I will end that shit on this. Like yeah, friends are some friends can be haters. Some friends can be haters. I never wanted to admit. I, I never wanted to have that come out my mouth and admit that and be like I've experienced that in a certain way or a certain light. But some friends can be haters. Damn. And then are they really your friend? No. So, everybody move accordingly. Is that something being a hater? Mm. Hater. Mm. She's a hater. Mm. What you got? I do got miscellaneous. Hold on a second, baby. Let me pull it up. We're going to Instagram. I hate this social media. Oh my God. I did see something crazy. Oh wait, quick question. Do you, are you, if you have kids one day, are you afraid of passing down any parental trauma that you experienced? Oh, have you experienced parental trauma? Yes, I have experienced parental trauma. Are you afraid of passing it down? Yeah, but I'm trying to unlearn that bullshit now. 
Mm-hmm. I'm making a conscious effort to try to unlearn that now. I do. I just said it this um these past two weeks. I I I I don't know how I would raise kids in this humidity. I I don't in this society. I mean, I don't know. How <laughs> you raise, say humidity. Humidity. Oh. Uh. Let me stop. I don't know how I would raise kids in this society, and I refuse. I've had. Let me tell you something. I have to get to the point, and I'm not there. I have to get to the point of understanding and forgiving my parents for some of the shit that they did when I was growing up because they did not know better. And they were literally raising us with the tools that they were given. Mm -hmm. And I come from a very harsh Caribbean background. So certain shit, certain insensitivities, certain disrespects that we have acknowledged and identified as such now, it ain't shit to them. It's nothing for them. Yeah. So there are certain things that I have to try to unlearn, but there are certain parental traumas that I have to really hone in. I think my biggest thing is is being ultra sensitive when it comes to anybody saying and doing something around my children that I deem now unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. My mother would be like, You nosy. Get out of grown folks' business and yell at us. Like and do sh- don't do that to my child. Yeah. Because I'm going to curse you out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, be- I, me personally, I believe when you become a parent, you kind of s- r- sign an unwritten rule to become a murderer. Yeah, Because girl. I will kill you Hell for my yeah. child. And I don't, know if I, that. I don't <laughs> know if I want that. I don't know if I want that. I know I'll be whipping ass. I, I don't know I, if I, I think want every, that. I always say every day. I think about it every, I think about that shit every day. I, I was inquisitive I to a certain ass. extent. I would ask questions. I would want to learn more. I would want to know more. And then in my culture, you're being nosy. You're too fast. You're doing too much. You're being too grown. Because I can read and I can use words. This and the third. They shun you for that as opposed to cultivating that mm. and letting you be able to explore and talk to you. You're not going to do that with my child. You're not going to shut my child down when they ask a question. Answer it or tell them you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my biggest fear is how I'm gonna react to other motherfuckers when it comes to my kids. Yep. Cause I think I'll be all right. I think I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be okay. Your boy, boys would have so high. <laughs> if my son wanna cry. I'm not gonna hit them with big, boys don't cry. cry I'm not gonna hit you with the big, big girls don't cry. I'm not gonna hit you. Let it out. Now your reaction. I want you. To, I want you to tell me if this if crying is the the reaction you want right now. You fell and you scraped your knee. That happens, baby. Cry. Let it out. It hurts. Let it out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to shun anybody for how they feel. Because that's a lot A lot of that repressed shit, like how I be wanting to cry and I can't cry, it's literally embedded in me. Crying is weak. I hear it. I'm a 29, going on 30-year-old female mm-hmm. that still thinks crying is weak. Like, I don't need to cry at least twice a week so I can actually feel a release. Of some sort, or just a little. Girl, I cry the all the time watching my show. I be watching. I cried watching um, BMF. I didn't watch it yet. Shut the hell up. Um, I cried <laughs> watching. He's not. I cried listening to Adele, anymore. "Woman Like Me," and the song for her with her child. I cried. How old is he? I cried watching "Dope Sick" when Betsy died. Sasha, you gonna watch it? I cried watching "Dope Sick" when Betsy died. And uh, I got emotional during um, Insecure. The most recent episode? Yeah, the last, yeah, because that's Sunday. That's, that's my, Yesterday? That's one of my worst fears, yeah. 
Sure, I gotta watch it while I'm cooking. Uh, yes, sir. You you see, you might not cry, but you definitely gonna get emotional. Mm. Yeah. So let me get into this bullshit right quick. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> Is Issa's story? Issa, Molly, and Lawrence pops up. Lawrence pop star pops up. Lauren London. Yeah, he pops up. Lawrence. Oh, I said Lauren oh London. <laughs> If I say, damn, Lauren London in this shit, I'm about to say, what? Oh, Lord. How you know many, what, how many? How many, how many? Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. I have a Thanksgiving question. Or... Let me just see. Let me see. Let I me just see. woke up from the day and you told me that you were not that girl. We're not gonna talk about Roland Ray giving um He Why did he but he ate Bobby Light's ass the fuck up? Oh my god. Fucking Miranda Ray. Sasha, oh my god. Uh and Bobby Light's really can what can you can you can you really say something about Roland Ray because he's a real chair? Like can he technically say something to Roland Ray? People would be like, no, like was he really being a bigger person? Not saying nothing? But he can say whatever the fuck you want to say. <laughs> I'm talking about... <laughs> say whatever the fuck you want to say. Sound rolling Ray funny Roland as Ray fuck. I don't like want. Zeus Network, though. They fucking be exploiting the people, but the people be on it. Okay, so scenario question or Thanksgiving question? Scenario. <laughs> you have to share oh, fuck. your most controversial... What is one of the most controversial um, things somebody has said to you while you were talk in the talking stage? Or like, say you, somebody slid in your DM, or you talk to somebody through like a dating app or something. What is one of the worst conversations you had with somebody when they're trying to pursue you? Either it's either or. Yeah, any one of those. Cause there's this girl. She, so this girl sat there and she. People were sliding. She was on a dating app, so she was hitting people with their most controversial opinions. I started asking my hinge matches their most controversial opinions to save time. That's what she said, so she could read mm-hmm. the fuck out. So she got a lot of Trump supporters, a lot of racist comments. Mine is very fucked up. I think everyone considered obese should be required to take a daily, um, should be able to eat a daily calorie. Um, what? App. Like people who are both, she, that person didn't like fat people. Um, I never really like indulge, indulge in, um, it don't have to be a dating app, but like, what is the, that's why I limited it to, cause I know a lot of people don't like have the experience. I don't know. Apps. What is one of the worst conversations you've had with somebody when they were trying to talk to you or pursue you in any way, shape or form? Worst conversations. Girl, I don't know. That's the scenario question. Like, I don't know. I never really like, I don't know. I never really had I never really had that situation happen where mm the only thing that I ever experienced was somebody that I was chilling with and I was watching my show Shit's Creek and he got upset because David is a gay man. He got upset because David was he was like he don't like watching and stuff like that. Get up um grow up. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. And I not home before. But I didn't talk to like it was like that. That uh, that was yeah. I that really didn't go far. But I never really had like I don't think I have. It's only two things that have stood out to I me. Have. On 
don't know, three now, since that weirdo from the other week. What they said? I was on a dating app, and this guy asked me, like, a common question, especially when it's the swipe, like, in your area mm-hmm. shit. Where are you from? I'm from Jersey. I'm from North Jersey, mm-hmm. to be specific. So you can narrow your, your, your towns mm-hmm. and your counties down. Um, what you mean, North Jersey? I, I mean, I live, I've been born and raised in Essex mm-hmm. County. You think if you tell me specifically what town you from, I'm going to fucking roll up on you? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and that's exactly why the fuck I'm not telling you and why my answer is what my answer is. I'm not telling you where the I bar am, is low, my nigga. Honey. And I was like, you know what? I'm not telling you where I am. Didn't respond. And then after I didn't respond, came back and was like, you keep being cautious. Have a good day, though. Bitch, I didn't respond to you. I've been cut the conversation off. Like, you're crazy. You're mad because I won't tell you my address over a fucking dating app. Oh, hell You're crazy. Nah. Then I had another one where a nigga was like, um, he took my joke wrong. And I realized maybe sometimes people don't get when I'm trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. That's a lie because I'm hilarious and everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. But he was just an idiot. He was like, um, I'm from Brooklyn. I was like, oh, so you got some good stories for me. I like that. He's like, I saw that you said you was from such and such place in Jersey, and I ain't say nothing about y'all stealing fucking cars and robbing niggas and being shy. Okay, he was ultra sensitive. I said, what the fuck? That was funny. Blocked. That she said. What? Blocked. Blocked. I remember that. I was like, are you fucking kidding? He ain't passed the vibe check. He like, ain't he passed was the so vibe mad. check. I was like, you got stories because you from Brooklyn, and the nigga thought I was calling him... The worst type of nigga on the fucking planet. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? And then another one is a dude I was talking to. He was like, don't be offended by this, but are you trans? And I was like, no. <laughs> I said first, I said just like this, I said one, I would not be offended. And two, no, I'm not trans. I'm, I'm a woman. I identify as a woman. He's like, no, I'm saying because on these apps... There's a lot of, you know, a lot of trans people that come out. First of all, he didn't say trans. I'm saying trans. He said the derogatory term. The F word? No. No, that's... No. Well, the der- trans, you're not supposed to say tranny. Supposed to say oh, trans. oh, oh, oh. So I say, I'm saying trans. So he said it like that. He's like, it's a lot of motherfuckers that People are so ignorant. And I said... I, don't, I wasn't offended that he asked yeah. me if I was trans or not. I was offended that he thought I would be offended. Like, I don't care if you think that, for whatever reason, you might identify that I might be, might have been born in man. But, I, but I, there are women that are here that are automatically going to be upset at that. I'm not one of them. I don't care. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I'm not offended. I get it all the time when IG people, when I make my, because I'd be funny. I'll go in there and I'll be in the shade room and make my little comments on certain shit. Boozy fans try to tear my ass up and call me a nigga all day long. You Girl, look thanks. like a man. So they are. Um, like and Nicki Minaj fans too. Yeah, they tore my ass up. You look like a man. You look like a nigga. You sh- don't talk about Boozy when you got an Adam's apple, all this shit. I said, y'all as ignorant, ignorant as y'all as fucking kids. Yeah. Y'all worse than like y'all Nikki. fucking kids. They try to make. They thought they thought saying I was trans was like a joke making fun of me, and, and I'm like, like that's not I was funny. like, y'all all got the same joke of calling me a nigga, but y'all man's is a repressed gay. Y'all pra- y'all praising the same thing y'all hate, like boozy gay. And people gotta come up with it. something better. Like that shit is so like, yeah. 
I'll be a nigga. I'll beat your ass like a nigga too. Okay. What, and then when I tell them that, they get quiet. I'll beat, okay. your, I'll beat your ass like a friend. Keep fucking with me. Right, y'all gotta come up with something better than that shit. Yeah, but yeah, I've had some weird. I've had some very strange interactions with people. Niggas are crazy. So yeah, those are my horror stories. I ain't got too much more because um, then it'll be three months of bullshit, and then I won't talk to nobody for like six years. So oh, the horror. No, that's good though. Clearly, I'm still. So... I'm gonna buy this one again. Did you like it? I like the taste. It didn't give you a buzz? No, yeah, like. Mm. Yeah, juice, right? I wanna be smoking out the window. Why would you do that to me? Okay, y'all, it's been episode 91 of I, of I Said What I Said podcast. Girl Jazzy, you can follow me on Instagram at Jazzy Accords and make sure you follow and share our Instagram page at I Said What I Said podcast. And make sure you like and subscribe and leave comments on the YouTube page. And you can follow me on IG at Coco the Don Dada. Follow my makeup client page at Coco Face Paint. And follow this motherfucking podcast on Twitter. I have gained back control. Because they try to kick me out. Gmail. Google, we gotta talk. But we are back on Twitter tweeting um, when the episodes drop. Because I don't really know how to interact with y'all on Twitter like that. But I baby. Yes, because when we supposed to... Remember when I was doing the fake Insecure Live tweets on the page? Should people I bring those like back? Yes. Some people did interact with it. Yes. <sighs> but for instance, you got a lot of catching up to do. I don't watch Insecure like when everybody else is watching. Everybody watches Insecure at different times though. I don't. I can't stay up. I watch it like the I'm next tired. day. I watch it maybe today, tomorrow. The only reason tomorrow. why I did it. It took me a week to watch. I literally just watched last week's episode like this weekend. And then niggas just finished the first. Like BMF. Like I couldn't live tweet that. <laughs> I can never live tweet BMF. So I watch it on my bootleg app. I'm never going to see him again on my TV. I'm sad. Who? Little Meech. What? Because he get older now. You have to watch. Ew, so that was younger him? He was one season? You gotta watch. They can't just put some gray hairs and give him some heels to put on so he look taller? Wait, I'm pretty sure you're gonna stay that hype fast. Ew, so who's gonna be playing his... Ew, who's gonna play adult Meech? Some boy with cornrows. It ain't Little Meech. That's why he hosting all them fucking parties all over the city. I get his money. Yeah. He also he in, in another show, but I forgot. Okay, well, but, all right, y'all. You did every, you did all the handles. I did. Okay, and don't put nobody as your WCW. Do it.